When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ravens running quarterback Lamar Jackson could dominate the comparatively stagnant Steelers for a decade. And Pittsburgh fans aren't happy about it. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The Ravens' gritty Lamar Jackson is generating plenty of NFL MVP talk these days. He has the Ravens pointed toward the playoffs, and he's in position to dominate the Steelers for the next decade. All this has Pittsburgh fans lamenting the fact that Lamar isn't wearing black and gold. Their team, the Steelers, opted instead to pick safety Terrell Edmonds at pick 28 in the 2018 draft. That cleared the way for the Ravens to pluck Jackson with the last pick in that first round. The Steelers went for quarterback Mason Rudolph in the middle of the third round as Big Ben Roethlisberger's heir apparent. But those plans are anything but assured. This entire turn of events occurring in the first half of a pivotal 2019 season certainly has tongues wagging on Twitter. Steelers fans are in panic mode, and rival Raven fans are lording their ascendant quarterback over the heads of their hated rivals. If what they say is true, Pittsburgh could be looking up at Jackson and the Ravens for a very long time. I have all the trash talk and some serious NFL analysis exclusively right here in my podcast. So let's get right to it. First, the reason Lamar Jackson has jaws dropping across the league is his ridiculous running game. It was on full display as the Ravens won 30-16 over the Seahawks last Sunday way out there in Seattle. This tweet from the NFL's Ryan McDowell is just ridiculous when you consider these rushing stats. He tweets, NFL rushing yards leaders through seven weeks. Number one, Dalvin Cook, 725 yards. Number two, Leonard Fournette, 715 yards. Number three, Christian McCaffrey, 618 yards. Number four, Nick Chubb, 607 yards. Number five, Lamar Jackson, 576 yards, unquote. It's like that old Sesame Street. Which of these things does not belong? Jackson is a quarterback. The rest are elite running backs in the NFL. Unbelievable. 
Joe Person put Jackson's feats with his feet into historical perspective. He tweeted, quote, Lamar Jackson became the second quarterback in NFL history with at least 500 rushing yards in each of his first two seasons. The other? Cam Newton, unquote. Pretty good company. My fun fact of the bunch is that Jackson has more rushing yards as a quarterback than seven NFL teams have all put together. That is just mind-blowing. Skip Bayless, never one to miss a comment, didn't skimp on his praise for Lamar Jackson. He tweeted, Lamar Jackson was the best running back on the field, and he outplayed Russell Wilson throwing the football, unquote. Then Skip Bayless added on his FS1 sports talk show, quote, Lamar Jackson is so real that the most significant statement I heard after any game yesterday came from Seahawks coach Pete Carroll. He said, quote, Lamar was much faster than we saw on film, unquote. And Bayless finishes, quote, what Pete saw was extraordinary. What I saw was extraordinary, unquote. Garrett Downing came away with this seemingly astute assessment in wake of the Jackson-led Raven romps over the Seahawks. Quote, Biggest takeaway from today's victory in Seattle. One, the Ravens are a legit competitor in the AFC race. Two, Lamar Jackson is the most fun player to watch in the NFL, unquote. NFL Network's Evan Silva says Jackson is all but carrying his team right now, tweeting this, quote, any list of MVP candidates, not including Lamar Jackson, can be disregarded. The 5-2 and two Ravens have one quality wide receiver, and he's injured. Their top tight end, a rotational player, has been hurt and left a ton of yards on the field. Their defense has severely underperformed with the exception of yesterday, unquote. In other words, in Baltimore... It's been all Lamar Jackson all the time. Jamison Hensley simplified Jackson's impact, noting that all he does is win. He tweeted, quote, Lamar Jackson repeatedly says winning is all that matters, and he's been the best in the NFL in that regard. Since Jackson made his first NFL start in Week 11 last season, his 11 wins are tied with Russell Wilson for the most in the league over that span, unquote. And I'll make a side note here. Yeah, we're, we're talking about Lamar Jackson in his second NFL season, but that tweet goes to show he didn't start at quarterback until week 11 of last season. So we're really seeing his first season right now in the NFL. If you put the last part of last season and this part of this season together, it's really he's still in his rookie year as far as an NFL starter. And that makes everything he's doing that much more incredible. As for comparing Jackson's prolific production for the Ravens with the entire Steelers' backfield, Adam Boomore had this tweet, which should startle Steelers fans. Quote, the Steelers have 
1,659 total yards of offense, 1,200 yards passing and 459 yards rushing, 12 total TDs. Lamar Jackson has 2,226 total yards of offense, 1,650 yards passing, and 576 yards rushing, 14 total TDs. LJ alone has better numbers than the entire Steelers offense, unquote. And then there's this from Kyle Grantham. Quote, Lamar Jackson has started 14 NFL games. Lamar Jackson has 1,271 rushing yards. Lamar Jackson is a quarterback, unquote. And now, you know, you heard the NFL analysts chiming in about Jackson. Well, in Pittsburgh, it's a different take. It's a darker take. It's a regret-filled take. There's a lot of Steeler fans lamenting that their team passed on Lamar in the 2018 draft. And talk about a sad song that the Steelers cannot make better for these sullen fans. Here's a sampling of the Steelers fans' sour notes on Twitter after watching Lamar rip up the Seahawks and run all over that field out in Seattle. Black and gold fan Booner had no choice but to give it up to Baltimore. He tweeted, quote, As a Steelers fan, it pains me to recognize the good in a Raven. But for me, Lamar Jackson having more rushing yards than seven teams is more impressive. He out-Russell Wilsoned Russell Wilson, unquote. Steelers fan Bootsy Collins tweeted this, boo-hoo. Quote, it's hard being a fan of the Steelers and being a fan of Lamar Jackson's game, unquote. Joe Who gave this clear-eyed, if teary-eyed assessment of Jackson's ascendance to the top of the QB ranks in the division. Quote, Jackson might just be the best QB in the AFC North cause Baker Mayfield's been awful and Mason Rudolph has done nothing to say that he's any good. I'm a Steelers fan, by the way, so I'm trying not to be biased, unquote. In Pittsburgh, there sure was a lot of Monday morning drafting in wake of Lamar's breakout performance in his breakout second season. Daniel Kitchen tweeted this regret-filled take. Quote, feel like this is a good Monday morning to remind everyone that when the Steelers were up at pick 28 in the 2018 NFL draft, I screamed they should draft Lamar Jackson. Does that solve most of the problems they're facing now and in the future? I think so, unquote. Huncho Zach was far more blunt and much more bitter about the Steelers' draft blunder with Lamar. He tweeted, quote, Steelers are some idiots for getting Terrell Edmonds and Mason Rudolph when they could have just got Lamar Jackson and Justin Reed instead, unquote. Noonan412 noted that it wasn't just the Steelers who missed on Jackson. Everyone in the NFL did. That is evidenced by all teams taking a pass in the first round, including the Ravens, who went in a different direction earlier in that round. Noonan412 
tweets, quote, Scouts really screwed up with Lamar Jackson as a University of Louisville football fan and a Steelers fan. I was so pissed he went to Baltimore. He should have been in the top 10 in that draft, unquote. Hey, at least the Steelers didn't draft a QB before the Ravens snatched Jackson at the bottom of that first round but several other teams did. Right now, those decisions don't look very good at all. To wit, the kid Gowie tweeted, quote, imagine drafting Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Josh Rosen over Lamar Jackson. Ravens legit have an MVP candidate, unquote. Still, Steaming Steelers fan Timothy Smith isn't letting the Pittsburgh Brain Trust off the hook that easily, not with Jackson in a position to bedevil the Steelers for the next decade or so. He tweeted, quote, As a Steelers fan, I'm still mad as hell because we had him. We had him. I still will pull for him only, not the team, LOL, Lamar Jackson, Louisville's own, unquote. Ditto for Rico from the O who chimed in with this, quote, This is another reminder that I will never forgive the Steelers for passing on Lamar Jackson, unquote. Other Steeler fans are big enough to admit, well, they hate the Ravens. They can't resist Jackson's exciting brand of football. He's that fun to watch. Here's all day tweeting that his TV will be tuned to Ravens games when Jackson is playing. Quote, as a Steelers fan, I hate the Ravens, but I love watching Lamar Jackson shaking my head. That's football, unquote. Gang Spleen summed up Lamar's soaring entertainment value this way. Quote, Unless you're a Steelers fan, Browns fan, or Bengals fan, or a fan of whoever the Ravens are playing at the moment, you should absolutely love Lamar Jackson, unquote. And none other than ESPN's Kirk Herbstreet had this high praise for Jackson, tweeting, The Ravens have become the team for me that no matter who they play or what time the game is, I'm tuned in to watch my man, Lamar Jackson, and what he might do next. Incredible performance by Lamar and the Ravens against a great team in a tough environment, unquote. For Mike Vino, the evidence for how good Lamar would be was written on the wall before the draft. The Steelers and so many others just didn't see it. But now... Pittsburgh will be forced to watch Lamar run wild for years to come. He tweeted, quote, I knew when Baltimore drafted this man last year, he was going to be a force to be reckoned with. Steelers got some work to do with this bad man in their division. Lamar Jackson is the real deal, unquote. Still, not everyone is sold on Jackson and his run-based game lasting for the long haul in the NFL, which we all know stands for not for long. 
The dustbin of the league is littered with running quarterbacks who end up limping, lame, and losers. Fluent Fantasy tweeted this tart take, quote, Give me some runners who haven't gotten hurt and had their careers cut short, unquote. But where does all this leave the Steelers? Well, Pittsburgh could be in a real pickle should Jackson continue outrunning most of the league and helping the Ravens rack up wins. Meanwhile, the Steelers are far from set at the all-important quarterback position. The arm they picked as Big Ben Roethlisberger's heir apparent in that same draft that the Ravens swooped up Jackson is Mason Rudolph. And Rudolph got his bell rung by the Ravens in the last game that he played. Mason is now coming back from concussion protocol to face the hapless Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football. It should be a coming out party for Rudolph and show what he can do as an NFL quarterback. But something tells me the Steelers will stay conservative. They'll run the ball and play their increasingly great brand of defense. As Mike Tomlin said after the Chargers game, the Steelers are done with style points on offense. They just want wins. That means keeping the wraps on Rudolph, keeping the ball on the ground, and letting their defense try and take it away from those hapless Dolphins. But sooner or later, Pittsburgh must find out about Rudolph. Do they really have their man for life after Big Ben? Roethlisberger is coming back for the 2020 season, but who knows how he'll look with that surgically repaired elbow and how long he'll last at 38, 39 years old. If Rudolph isn't the long-term answer at quarterback for when Big Ben is done for real, the Steelers will have virtually no choice but to draft another arm in the first round this time of that 2021 draft. They can't do it in 2020 because they already parted with their first pick to bring in star safety Minka Fitzpatrick from those Miami Dolphins who will be visiting Heinz Field Monday night. Was all this the right move? Well, hey, the jury's out. But the verdict is in on one thing. The Steelers missed on one of the most exciting electric players in the NFL right now. That player is Lamar Jackson. He resides in Baltimore, and he could help his team preside over the AFC North and the Steelers for some time to come. To say many in Steelers Nation aren't happy about this is as big an understatement as saying Jackson can run the ball a bit. In other words, it's huge. But whether we're witnessing a long-term turning point in the balance of power between the heretofore evenly matched rivalry between the Ravens and the Steelers, well, that remains to be seen. And that is your Steelers update from Penn Live. Come back every week on Wednesday and download the podcast. And of course, log on to PennLive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.